0: what is going on y'all my name is connor fuller and thank you for tuning in to another episode of let's talk sports where i am your guide to everything nascar i am really excited to be here this is my third video third week of doing this um i'm trying to build some consistency and man do we have oh we got crazy race to talk about i'm just saying So once again, today, the NASCAR Cup Series raced at the Indianapolis Road Course. Um, Indianapolis is famous for its Rover course. Um, You've got the Indy 500, which Indy cars have been there since, I think, 1920. Um, And the NASCAR came in, I think, 1980 or 1992 and started racing there. But Indianapolis, it's such a historic track. It's known as the Brake for a reason, because when the, first, when the track was first made, it was nothing but Bricks. Such a glorious history there, such an amazing history. And then NASCAR came along, and I'm a huge NASCAR fan, but I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say that the NASCAR cars, they have not had the best history at the Brake they haven't. I think Tony Stewart said it best um, when asked about should NASCAR be there? And I think Tony Stewart said no, that stock cars have no right being on these holiday grounds. I'm pretty sure that's how he put it. And in my humble opinion, I think up until last year, he was right. Um... NASCAR has not had a good showing at Indy for many years. I would rate it down there with Pocono. I'd rate it down there with Texas. But then last year, they decided, let's run the road course at Indy. And, man, let me tell you what. That's where I got a little bit excited. I love all the NASCAR racing. I, I watch every race. Um... Don't usually have too many negative opinions, but Indy was kind of down there. And then once they're like, okay, we're going to run this road course. And I'd, I'd seen it run for the XFINITY race the year before. It's on 2020. Um, I've seen IndyCar run it. So I was like, okay, this this is a pretty interesting layout. It's a pretty interesting track. Let's see how it goes. And honestly, for the last two years, the racing at the Indy Road Course versus the Oval has been absolutely amazing. Last year, we saw Chase Briscoe completely miss the turn after the touch of Denny Hamlin. And then he still went through the turn. He got disqualified. We saw A.J. Allmendinger. I think that was his only race with colleague last year. Maybe it's his third. I don't remember, but it one one of a few. If he had a few with Colic, and he won. That was AJ's second ever Cup win. Um, and then this year again, we saw um, Ross Chastain. He completely bypassed Turn One. Went to the Axis road. Yeah, I know he got disqualified. Well, he didn't get disqualified. Um, he was pus- he has postponed basically thirty seconds on his finishing time. But I'll say that man, he he was sideways in turns. I didn't think you can get sideways and keep a lead, and he did it. And we'll get more onto his disqualification of thirty seconds in a little bit. But man, Indy Road Course, it is a butte. I love it. It's a great track. Um, Let's kind of start with this. Looking at the top ten. I got the top ten right here next to me here. Uh, Let's see here. Tyler Reddick, one. Austin Cedric, second. Harrison Burton. Todd Gilland. Oh, sorry. Austin Cedric, Harrison Burton, And Todd Gillen. I want to talk about those three for a second. Because this is the first time since the second Pocono race in 1994 that three rookie rookie drivers got a top ten finish. Or top five. I'm sorry. First time three rookies got a top five finish in one single race. Um... When it happened before it was my phone's dead. It was uh Jeff Jarrett. Nope. Jeff Burton. Ward Burton. Someone else, I don't remember. But anyway, look at the rest of the top five. They got Bubba Wallace fifth. Julie Gano sixth. AJ Almendinger seventh. AJ Almendinger, man. He uh he was severely dehydrated. I watched the uh, post race on Peacock and he got out of that car. He basically collapsed onto the wall. And up to the final restart, you could see how exhausted he was. I mean, you look at me. I just look like I'm tired. This man don't look like he's tired all the time, right? He uh he's always full of energy, very vibrant. And he looked like me. That man was Dog ass tired. Michael McDowell eighth, Cole Custer ninth, and Chris Busher tenth. So really interesting top ten there. Um, Tyler Reddick gets his second career Cup Series win. It's also the second one of the season. Um, Michael McDowell, I think he restarts sixth on that final restart. I I predicted him in the let's go. Let's talk sports. Uh, fantasy football league. I, I said I expected him to kind of try and outbreak everyone else in front of him, and beat and bang for that win. Uh, that didn't happen. Uh, let's see here. Also, I'm about Ty Gibbs. I'll get him to to him in a minute. Uh, Christopher Bell, another name I want to talk about, man. Christopher Bell was out front all day long. Um, if not out front, he was second. And then he had a tire go down. And a lot of times in NASCAR, that's all she wrote. Um he had a tire blow. He had a lot of damage. I think it was during stage 2. Tor- no, no it wasn't. It was middle... It is with fifteen laps towards the end of stage three. Um he had that tower go down, got a lot of damage. That brought that brought out the final caution of the day. Um but a good rally by him to get into our top twelve. Uh Ty Gibbs finished in seventeenth This is a kid um I said my video that got uploaded On Sunday, the I don't know what today is. Um, today should be the first, right? Yeah. So I'd upload a video really late in the week, and I car video, and it got uploaded yesterday on the thirty-first of July. And I had predicted that Ty Gibbs driving Kurt Busch's car would finish top 50, top twenty, top fifteen. He came in 17th, right in the middle of the ground. That was a good call by me. Eric Jones finished 15th. He had a rough day. Try to look through a few more of these. Uh Denny Hamlin finished 14th. Amazing. Uh concerning stage one, Denny Hamlin. He um Yeah, he kept getting wrecked, kept spitting out. His car just was not great. He had a really good rally, though. Uh, good to see um, Ricky Stenhouse get a top fifteen as well. Chris Buescher, Chris Buescher, how he finished tenth? I have no idea because his car, his car is on fire in stage one. They have put that fire so obviously a whole lot of. Um, CO2 going into the car because a fire extinguisher uses the CO2 but especially being NASCAR I mean you can have electro fires or anything else so it's probably K-type fire extinguisher they blew it all out and man he came back finished top 10 so that's pretty cool so for the big name during this race I'm gonna scroll back down here because I want to see where he finished. Twenty seventh place, Ross Chastain. Um, yeah, Ross Ross had a really good car all day. Um, and then on that final restart. So in in NASCAR, we now have what's called the green-white-checkered. Basically, that means you have a shot. It's basically two laps. You see the green flag. Then with leader crosses the start and finish line, it's the white flag and then a checkered. So, it's a green-white checkered, right? And if a caution comes out before the white flag, before the leader crosses the start and finish line, or actually, that rule's been changed, I'm sorry. Before, if the leader crosses the start and finish line, Before the yellow lights are displayed on the fence posts alongside the track. Um, Then they'll restart it and we'll have another attempt at the green and white checkered. So we had our... I'm going to call it first attempt at green and white checkered because... The second last caution came out with I think five to go. Maybe six to go. And they restarted with two to go, so that wasn't really a green light trigger attempt. I'm not going to call that a nice car overtime, but it happened. Um, But then on that restart with two to go, I counted seven cars spun out. About seven more had to go through the grass to avoid two different accidents that happened between turns one and four. Because the way the indie works out, you go down the track... And then you have a right turn. And then you'll have a left turn, right turn, and then another right turn. And between one and four is where two different accidents happened. Uh, log log drivers got spun out. Like I said, I think six in total. Um, seven or eight you had to go through the grass just to avoid. So that's pretty bad. So then we get to the final restart. The one I'm going to call the official green watch checkered, Right. And going in turn one, Ross Chastain, I think he was sixth. He decided, hey, everyone's going to ball making this turn, bump each other. Someone's going to spin out. So I'm going to keep going straight and then hit the access road and then get on right before turn three. And NASCAR is not happy about that. I'm going to say I'm unhappy about that because throughout the rest of the race, um, Ross Chastain did make some really awesome moves trying to stay in front. He he was literally slipping and sliding through uh, 5, 6, and 7, the S's, at the Andy road course. I mean, it was impressive to watch, but once uh, once Tyra really got around him, Ross Chastain kept his position, kept fighting, uh, I don't know if NASCAR got onto his radio and said he needs to lay off or he's disqualified. Um, Ross Chastain does have a history, especially this year of being overly aggressive and just being overly aggressive, I guess. But, um, he also seemed like the type of guy that would, you know, if he's told, Hey, you've got laid lay back, he would. And we've seen at other instances at road courses where someone misses the actual turn and they go into the access area or the access ramp or whatever you want to call it, whatever, depending on what track it is. As long as they stop, get the positions back, and then go, there's no penalty. Uh, Chastain didn't do that, so... Chastain did cross the finish line seconds. Um... But like I said, he was definitely holding up the eventual second-place winner because Chastain got um, got penalized 30 seconds. So Austin Cedric got second, Harrison Burton third, Todd Gillen fourth, Bob Wallace fifth. But um, yeah, you can't help but to wonder what what would this race have looked like had Ross Chastain got the word that you've got to back off. You gotta get these positions back. Pull off just, just something, you know, because he was definitely holding up second place, Austin Cedric. Uh, I don't think Harrison Burton, which was he was third or anyone back, could have been maybe, But Austin Cedric could have maybe fought for the win. I think uh, Ross Jastine just maybe not knowing the rules, maybe not caring. I don't know. Uh, definitely held held up the second place car I don't think it will change the race winner I think Tyler Reddick still will have won but Austin Sendrick I think definitely will have put up a bit of a fight so there is that Um, I went to do this video post inspection uh, Tyler Reddick did not fail post race tech uh, last week we saw first and second place. They got disqualified because they failed. Uh, not gonna happen this week. So Tyler Reddick is your winner. Uh, this is his second second win the season, second win in his Cup Series career. So really cool to see that. Um. Yeah, I don't see nothing else I need to talked about, so, well, if y'all enjoy this, make sure you tune in, make sure you follow me, sorry, I'm still messing with these outros a little bit, I can't even figure it out, make sure you follow me at, at Connor Fuller on Twitter, make sure you follow Let's Talk Sports, at let Talk Sports, make sure you, uh, hit up the, the website, man. Let's talk sports.net. Uh, lots of good stuff. If NASCAR ain't your jam, trust me, there's plenty of other things there that you will enjoy. So I thank you all for watching. Thank you all for having me back for another week. And yeah, what can I say other than I love you all? Thank you for the support. Y'all are awesome. Good night.